Hey guys, what's going on? It's Christy and I am here with an end of the year podcast. I know I haven't been consistent with podcasts this year. That's something that's on my list for 2023, but give me some grace. Today, I'm going to talk to you about on this podcast, I'm going to talk about the importance of taking an inventory on your year. And I try to do this at the end of each year, but I'm being very intentional and a little bit more um, organized about it this year. I got the idea from a lady I follow. Her name is Shaleen, and I grabbed the questions that she goes through, and I'm going to go through them here with you. I suggest that you get a pen and a piece of paper and take an inventory of your year as well. Near the end of the year, it's natural to start looking back and reflecting on all that has happened. But why is it so important to take stock of the past year? Well, for starters, it helps us to understand and appreciate all that we've accomplished. It's easy to get caught up in the day-to-day grind and to lose sight of all the progress that we've made and the things that God has done for us and the things that give us joy. So taking inventory allows us to see how far we've come and to help us feel proud of our achievements and to help us see what things we might want to adjust for the coming year. It's not just about patting ourselves on the back. It's taking inventory that also helps us to identify areas in our life that we may need to improve. Maybe you want to set new goals. We're not going to set goals today, but you may want to set goals for next year. And how do you even know what kind of goals you want to set if you haven't taken an inventory of the year before? Either way, taking an inventory gives you the opportunity to assess where you are and where you want to go. So as this year comes to a close, can you even believe it? We're going to take some time to reflect on all that we've accomplished and all that we want to achieve. It's a powerful way to set the stage for a successful and fulfilling 2023. And I don't know about you, girl, but that's what I'm after. So like I said, I got these questions from a lady that I follow. Her name is Shaleen, and I'm going to go exactly through her questions. And I encourage you to write down these questions. They're also available in the show notes um, right here. Wherever you're listening, the show notes will contain all of these questions. And just take a few minutes. It doesn't take that long. Take a few minutes and go through and just do an inventory. Let's go ahead and get started with the very first one. The first Um, The first question on the list is, what are the items that brought me joy? What are the items that brought me joy? Now, this is stuff. These are things. And you're like, oh my gosh, Christy, why are you so superficial? No, nobody in my tribe is like that. But we're talking about things. This isn't people. It's not places. It's something really easy to start with. Just some different things in your life that bring you joy. And it helps us to be grateful for the things we have. It helps us to be grateful um, and noticing that it's not even great big things. It's usually very small things. Let me go ahead and I'm going to start with my list, okay? So this is not people. It's not necessarily, um, it's just things, okay? So the very first thing I want to tell you that is on my list that brought me joy in 2022 is the infrared sauna. You guys, if you follow me on Instagram, you have seen me posting about the infrared sauna. I love it. I don't even know why. I know that it has great health benefits. I know it's good for my skin. I know it's good for a lot of different things in my body, but there's something about sitting in that infrared sauna that just brings me joy. I feel like I'm doing something good and healthy and positive for my body. It's good for me. 
And I really just love it. My friend Anna Smith owns, uh, she and her husband own Water Tree. And they, when they put the infrared sauna in, I thought I would try it out. I had no idea that it was going to be a place that I just so thoroughly enjoy. And it really just brings me joy. So the first thing on my list that brought me joy, this isn't really in any order, but the first thing that came to my mind was the infrared sauna. The second thing on my list of items that brought me joy is, okay, y'all, y'all going to just, I'm going to get deep on this, okay? My eyelashes. Girl, I love my lashes. I love them. I get lash extensions. My face is really animated. I'm on camera a lot and I just love having lash extensions. And my lady here, her name is Mai. She's excellent. I like her. She does an excellent job. And so my fake lashes, my lash extensions, they give me joy. The third thing on here is my awesome Swig. Swig is the brand. It's my insulated travel mug. I have a few different travel mugs. My Swig is my favorite. I like how the bottom fits into the cup holder. I like how it's got a handle for my hand. It keeps my coffee hot for hours. And I just love that Swig insulated travel mug. Okay, this one doesn't fall in the category of a person, but not really a thing either. It's our dog, Piper. I love Piper. She actually just walked in here. Piper is my daughter's puppy. We got, she, we've had her for about a year now and Piper just brings us joy. She is so funny and she is just a really happy little heavenese dog. She does the silliest things around this house and we love Piper. She is something that brings me joy. The next thing on my list is new. I got it for Christmas. It is a beautiful just a luxurious blanket that my mom Lynette got for me for Christmas. It's first of all, it's gray and it's white and it's beautiful, but girl, I call this thing the coma because it is the perfect weight. It you lay underneath it and you just want to stay there and be in a coma because it is just that cozy and that comfortable and I love it. The next thing on my list is my white it's a waffle type robe. It comes down long to my ankles. Um I had these um, ordered and made for all the ladies who came to the weekend, the unicorn weekend, um, my birthday weekend. It's got my name on it. It's got our little logo on it. And man, I just love it. It's just special to me. So the, uh, my white waffle robe from my unicorn birthday weekend is on my things that bring me joy. It just makes me think about the ladies and the good time we had. It's awesome. The next thing, um, was a birthday gift, a birthday gift that I received um, from some really special people in my life. It was um, a beautiful gold earrings, necklace, and bracelet from Kendra Scott. Um, the, the design is beautiful. The women who gave it to me, I adore, and that is something that brings me joy. Another thing on my list are these crazy purple slippers. They are not even my color, and they, but they were a gift. They were in a gift basket um, at a women's retreat that I spoke at in Arizona this year, and I had no idea how much I was going to love these slippers. I love them. They're rubber on the bottom. They're really cozy. They're slip-ons, and I just love them. Um, so those those really bring me joy, and I, I'm so glad that I have them. And then I have this giant cotton candy pink water bottle, and I love it. I don't know what I would do without it when I have it with me. It's just something that's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm doing something good for myself because I'm drinking my good water tree water and staying hydrated and doing all the things. And so my water bottle, it just brings me joy. Okay. So what are the things on your list? Just items. You see how simple those are? They're simple. They're simple things that are just in my regular everyday life that are just, I love them. Okay. So the next list is um, the happiest moments of the year. So the happiest moments for 2022. And these are not in any 
um, order. These are just kind of how they came to my mind. One of them was when my mom and dad, uh, Jim and Rosemary, when they came and stayed for a few months, they came after I moved into the house and they stayed for a couple of months. I mean, there's just nothing like having them around. We don't live close to each other anymore. I don't see them very often. And when they come and they stay for two or three months, man, it just brought me so much joy. It's just the ha- some of the happiest moments coming home from work and then being here, Julia and I sitting around a dinner table with my mom and dad and sharing stories, waking up and just knowing that they were here and hearing them messing around downstairs, putting around the house. You guys, it makes me want to cry. I love when they come. I loved them being in my new home, sitting on my porch and just enjoying the weather. I loved sitting and just talking to them about anything. I was just a joy that this year is having my parents here. Another thing, one of the happiest moments of my year was when my brother Scott came and I bought the house um, in late December last year. And in uh, January, my brother flew out for a couple of days and we don't see each other almost ever. It's years between when we see each other, but he took the time and bought a flight and flew out here and installed security cameras and installed, you know, all my security system and just helped me get settled and secure in the house. And we had the best time. We, we made, you know, cast iron pizza from scratch, um, with him. He's a great cook and we just had such a great time and I really appreciated him and I loved him being here. Another one of the happiest moments were when my friends came. The De Los Santoses came a couple of times last year. We did some really cool stuff. I took them to the Bluebird Fish Camp and we ate and we saw gators and we just had a great time. Shanna was just eating crawfish and dancing around to funk music. And I don't know. I just, those are my people and I loved having their family here. The McMullins came. Uh, the Belfonts came. Megan, Kelvin, I loved them coming with their family all the kids were here. We did a, we did um, commercial crabbing. We went into Louisiana and we we did crabbing with Stephanie and her family. And gosh, it was just such a really great, memorable time and just one of the happiest moments of the year. I loved it. And speaking of Steph, she and Kelly come over. I don't know every couple months, and we get together pretty early. We drink coffee and um, we just dream and talk and share big ideas, big dreams about the things that we believe our big God to do in our lives. And we're just, I love them. I'm in awe of them. Um, I love hearing what the Lord is doing in their lives and being a part of the conversation, being around people who dream bigger and believe God bigger and are doing big things. It just, it just revs me up and it just pours fuel on my fire. And I just love that. Um, another one of my happiest moments was when I had the inner circle community leader ladies all come in there. So I have a inner circle is my monthly coaching and I have leaders, um, that help me with staying connected to the women. And I had all of them come to the house this year. All of them got to come except Wendy and they all came. They stayed in my home. We made meals together. We just had a great time. And listen, Tanisha made gumbo and potato salad. And listen, they were the first time I've ever had gumbo and potato salad. And when you're down here, you have to have them together. You guys, it was life-changing and it was just such a good time being with those ladies. I loved it. Um, there's so many other other happy moments. We just had some really, really happy moments um, over Christmas. Julia and I did just sharing time together. 
um, the, no work, just each other. It was really, really fun connecting with her. Um, but, but I'm going to go on to the next part of the list because you guys got to make your list too. So, all right. The next one is mistakes I made. Oh guys, I hate talking about mistakes I made, but if I don't identify some of the mistakes I made in 2022, I'm bound to repeat them sometime. And so I got to look at them. I got to make a list of them and then I've got to do some things to, um, make sure that these same mistakes don't happen again. So one of them was when I went to Arizona and did the women's event there. The ladies there really wanted um, to buy some merch, but I didn't have any. I didn't have books. I didn't have t-shirts. I didn't have sweatshirts, nothing. So we real quick, we made an order form and ladies ordered them. And I mean, they just poured out. They were ordering things and I took all their order forms home. And what I didn't realize was how long, oh, I just, it was such a failure. It was such a fail. I had no idea how long it was going to take to get all those orders filled. There was back order on the sweatshirts. So the lady, Heidi who, at Rooster, who prints my stuff, couldn't even get to printing it because the sweatshirts were back ordered. That we had a problem getting the books in. We had a problem getting the other things. It was awful. It was such a debacle. And all of it just rests squarely on my shoulders. And it was such a failure. And so that was a huge mistake that got made this year. Another mistake was, um, um, so I ran Preach Girl and we had a very small group. I only opened it up, I think for five women and two of the five, um, when it came to getting their one-on-ones, they, you know, they had scheduled them and then they had to reschedule or I had to reschedule and I just really dropped the ball on those and I hate how it made them feel. I hate how it made me feel. It was just um, a mistake I made, and um, I don't ever want to make that mistake again. And so we have to go back, dissect what went wrong, how it could have gone better. Ugh, so what's on your list for mistakes that you made, right? I also didn't travel, uh, plan my travel real well. This coming year, I've got to be more um, conscious of you know, what happens the next day. So I'm like, okay, we can get this late flight home. And then we get into, you know, Houston at 11 o'clock. And then it puts us home at about 2 o'clock. Once you get your luggage and you get your car, blah, blah, blah. And that's just not great. It's not great for my daughter. It's not great for me. It sets me up for failure for the coming week. So I just didn't, some of the mistakes I made in planning travel this year. And then the last one that I'm going to mention is some financial mistakes, Whew, I made some financial mistakes this year. Some financial mistakes with the Airbnb, some financial mistakes with um, with my taxes, just some financial mistakes that are costing me now. So uh, yes, that one is uh, some mistakes that I made this year. All right, next list. Let's move on. What I need to improve for 2023. What can be, imp- what do I know right now sitting on this day, December, what is it, 28th, 27th? What do I need to improve for 2023. It all comes down to me with time management and daily routine. Here's my list. Consistency in my time with the Lord. Listen, here's my, here's what happens with me. Here's my pattern. I'm consistent, consistent, consistent for months, for weeks. And then I fall off. And when I fall off, it's just so off and it takes me way too long to get back on. So I've got to become more consistent with my daily routine, as far as time with the Lord, as far as physical exercise. Um, and, and so I'm not going to just say, I need to do this. I'll set the goals. I'll get the plan in place um, a little bit later this week. But right now, 
This is the inventory. The inventory is consistency with business, consistency in the time with the Lord, daily routines. I need to plan rest. You guys, what I need to improve in 2023 is rest. I've got to get more rest. And I don't just mean sleep, but I mean actual rest. Uh, I've got to get back to a disciplined budget. Somebody say amen. I've got to get back to a disciplined written down on paper budget. It's just has to happen. Um, I need to get up earlier. That is something that I need to improve for 2023 and podcasting. Lord knows. Okay, moving on. Next list is the lessons I've learned this year. Ooh, Jesus. One of the lessons I learned is that I still have a lot to learn. I still have a lot to learn. And that makes me hopeful. There's some things I wish I would have learned much earlier. There's some things I learned earlier and I didn't put them into practice, but I've got to, um, rectify that. I've got to go back and say some of the lessons I've learned is that I've got to start sooner. I've got to start now. Putting things off um, is a waste of time. So another thing that I learned this year is that you got to treat your handyman like gold. I have a handyman named Devon who I would be stuck. Man, I would be dead in the water if this man wasn't here to help me when a pipe broke, wasn't here to help me when I don't know, the house settled and I have a foundation issue. I mean, all kinds of different stuff. There was a leak in the roof at the Airbnb because we had a bad storm. I'm just telling you, always want to treat people well. But man, oh man, I learned the value of these people that have helped me and the circle of people that aren't necessarily my friends, but they help me in other ways. And so Devon is one of those people that I just learned that, I man, I've just appreciate him so much. The other one is Mac across the street. He, I learned that Mac is my first call. We've had a couple of incidences where, um, you know, on the block, different things have happened and Mac just takes care of the block. And so I appreciate him. Um, I, I appreciate that he watches over our house and the, the neighbor's house. And he's just this kind of guy that has that presence. And so I'm grateful for him. I'm grateful for Lisa on the other side of my house. I've learned that I need to value my neighbors differently. People that aren't in my work life, people that aren't in my church life, people that aren't in my faith life, they're just in my neighborhood. And so I've made, you know, cinnamon rolls for them and done just a greater effort of getting to know them and and just learning my neighbors and knowing my neighbors and valuing my neighbors. That was a lesson that I learned this year. Um, Another lesson that I learned is to be proactive ahead of time in things that, you know, that may be triggering or may have potential to be painful. For instance, in in our house, uh, Father's Day Sunday is a painful day. It's just hard on Jules. It's hard on me. Um, And so one thing that I've learned is I can put in off, put in a time off request and not be in church that Sunday Um, and just not go, just not be there. Take the day off. Um, And if I do that, I've learned that if I'm proactive and I get ahead of things, then we can avoid some things that are triggering or potentially painful. Another another thing we did this year is I planned out Christmas totally differently so that Julia and I would be together, that we would have quality time, which is a one of her values, one of her love languages, that we would have quality time and that we wouldn't be alone, um, just feeling kind of some hollowness that can happen sometimes. And so um, being proactive ahead of time in things that are important um, that can be triggering or potentially painful. That's a lesson that I learned this year. Okay, next list. I am, uh, things that I am proud of this year. One of the things I'm proud of is my daughter. I'm proud of Julia. 
you know, over the last year, I've seen her grow in really a beautiful relationship with Jesus that she's developed. Um, it's between her and the Lord. It's not between me and her and the Lord. She has really owned a relationship with God, and I couldn't be more proud. She's also really begun to develop a true love for her Bible and reading her Bible. And y'all, I mean, I don't, I don't even know how to quantify or put in words the way that makes my heart want to burst because knowing Jesus and developing a love for his word will serve her all of her life and will root her. So when hard winds blow, she'll be standing because she's rooted. And I'm really proud of that. I'm proud of her. Another thing that I'm proud of this year is um, when we spoke, I spoke at a women's event, a women's conference in Denver. And one day I, one of the services I felt like maybe she had a word from the Lord and she did. And uh, Julia spoke for about 20 minutes and she prayed for women. And it was really a powerful time. And I was just proud of how she listened to the Lord and proud of how I listened to the Holy Spirit and, and released her in that moment. It was just a really proud mom moment. Another thing I'm proud of is um, I did my first corporate speaking event in Atlanta and it went really well. I worked really hard. Um, I took a course to make sure that I got some things right. I, I, I really invested in it and I poured into it and it was the very first one. I'm believing that God will open up more doors, but I'm really proud of, of what I learned, of stepping on a stage that I'd never stepped on before, of doing something I've never done before in a room full of people that is new for me. And I'm just so godly thankful and proud for what God has done. And I'm amazed. I'm really amazed. So another thing that I'm proud of is the women in my inner circle, you guys. Oh God, I love these ladies. And I've seen them start their businesses. I've seen some of them start side hustles. I've seen some of them that wouldn't even talk um, in a group coaching call on camera. Now come on and engage and make relationships they're connected around the U.S. They can, they just continue to show up for each other and cheer for each other and step into their callings. And I just couldn't be more proud. And I'm so grateful. I'm just so grateful that God is using me in that way. All right. Okay. 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 Next thing on the list. I am most things I am most looking forward to in 2023. One of them is travel with Julia. We've got a mission trip planned this year. We're going to Honduras. Um, if everything goes right with the help of the Lord, we will be going to Honduras this year. Um, and so that's very exciting. We also have ministry trips on the horizon that she'll be traveling with me. And I've got a couple of fun things planned for she and I in 2023. So very, very much looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to growing inner circle and just expanding that area of the ministry. Very much looking forward to growing inner circle and inviting more women in and getting more women involved and engaged and connected and serving them and just cheering them on. Oh my gosh, that gets me so excited. We're expanding in that area. I'm really, really, really excited. We're doing a mastermind weekend, a level up mastermind weekend for women who do business. Um, and we are, I'm bringing in the best, just the best, um, strategists and media women and, um, branding women and women of faith to pour into the women that are coming for the Level Up Mastermind weekend experience. I cannot even believe that I'm going to be doing this, but I really feel led of the Lord and I'm really nervous.
nervous about it, but I'm very, very much looking forward to it. So that'll be awesome. Along with the Unicorns Weekend, that's always something that's just such a bright spot on my calendar. I'm really looking forward to where I believe God is taking um, the the uh, Christian Company and Preach Girl, Inner Circle, and all of those things. There's a new iteration of growth to that that I can't wait to introduce you guys to that's coming and that we're working on. I'm very, very excited about what God is going to do in business and how he's going to expand uh, the territory there. And um, really so looking forward to and praying about and dreaming about Man, I'm so excited. It just makes me very emotional. Sorry, guys. Working on how we're going to impact and serve women in business, in ministry, in their lives. How we're going to see God just empower them to step into their callings in brand new ways and equip them, get them connected to other people. I'm just so excited about what God is doing. So, now that you've gone through my list with me, you kind of have an idea about it, I want you to take some time, grab a pen and a piece of paper, sit down and do a year inventory, do a year in review, find out why, um, find out things like um, items that bring you joy this year. What brought you joy this year? What were some things that, because if it brought you joy this year, you want to make sure and do more of it next year. Um, what were some happiest moments this year? What mistakes did you make this year? What do you need to improve upon for 2023? What lessons did you learn this year? What are some things that you're proud of this year? And what is what are you most looking forward to in 2023? Get some of those things on paper. That way you can look at it and say, God, how do I go into 2023 with great expectations, setting the right goals, setting the right strategies in place with the help of the Lord? Getting, getting connected to you, Lord, and re- reviewing where I've been, taking an inventory of where we've been, and looking forward into what you've got for me next year with the help of the Lord. You know, I'm getting ready to do a five-day challenge where we're going to get some, some clarity and some purpose, get some focus for 2023. And I, I want to invite you to be a part of that. We're going to be doing that starting in the first week of um of January. And I'm going to leave a link in the show notes where you can go ahead and get uh, signed up for that. It's completely free. It's a five-day video challenge, um, really quick videos with some um, action steps and an email that's going to be going out with just some bullet points. So you can get focused, you can get um, ready, and that you can just be ready to walk into 2023 focused, on purpose and calling and mission and doing what God has called you, equipped you and empowered you to do in your life. Let me pray for you real quick. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my friend. I thank you right now, Lord God, for your hand that is on her life. God, I pray that as she looks back over 2022, she sees the good, the bad, the ugly, the happy, the sad, but we're not going to dwell on any of those things. We're going to take an inventory We're going to look at the things that we are proud of, things that we could do better, adjust our focus, bring these things before the Lord, before you, Lord, and say, God, we give all of this to you as we go into a brand new year filled with vision and purpose and hope. In Jesus' name, I thank you now. Amen. All right, girl, sign up for that that challenge. I'd love to have you in it. It's completely free. And let's, let's start 2023 together. Focus on what God has for us with the help of the Lord. All right, y'all. Love you. Bye. Oh my goodness, you guys. So after I posted the podcast, 
I was driving along in my car, just reflecting on my lists. And listen, truly, truly, truly on the podcast, I could not get through all of the things that brought me joy or happiest moments or obviously not all of my mistakes because good Lord, we'd have been here forever. But I did forget one thing that I had to just get on here and say. One of my happiest moments this year in 2022 was when I got to host Christmas and my sister Michelle and her family came and my mom Lynette and my aunt and uncle and just we had so much family in my home and we celebrated Christmas together for the first time um, in my in my new home and I just had to come back and put that on here because it was just such a amazing wonderful full circle moment because I've been in my house for a year now and I'm so grateful to um, all that God has done in that and I just didn't want to leave that out I also didn't want to leave out um, my team at One City Church my women's team that we do women's events together um, our big Christmas women's event and pink impact um, where we do the simulcast with Gateway Church from Dallas. Those are two huge events that I absolutely love. They bring me so much joy. And I, actually, the events are awesome, but working with the ladies on my team, I just adore them. And those were two I just couldn't leave off the list. Okay, guys, get back to work on your list. And really take a minute and think through things because the longer the list, the better you can reflect on um, what has been in 2022 so you can prepare for 2023. All right, God bless.